Hey guys, welcome back to the Attitude Podcast. Um, it's going to be episode two. Joining me is Kirk. Kirk, what's up, what'd man? You think of the first episode, dude. We were awful, man. That was it was so bad. It's not like literally not even funny. I don't know. What'd you think about it? Um, it was pretty bad. I apologize. But I mean, when you're working with uh, Kirk, it gets a little rough. So we brought in an expert tonight joining us um, for the he's episode our guest. two. He's it, our guest. Our guest. A hey, guest. Guest. Introduce How's yourself. How's it going? My name's Nathan. And uh, speak up. Speak up. Yeah, you gotta speak up. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, I'm a friend of both of these two, and they've asked me to come yeah. in and uh, uh, help out in some way. So here I am. Well, you're not really here to help out. You're here to just participate. Sti- yeah, you're here to participate. Okay. And there's no gold stars, so okay. So there's it's well, nothing, like- and no one listens, and we suck. So okay, that's what works awesome. Okay. Anyways, uh, Zach, why don't you tell us about uh, your pick this week? Uh, we're going to start with my pick, Kirk, because I was going to yeah, jump pick. into your pick. No, no, we did my pick first last week. It's your pick. Actually, we did my pick I know, first. but it's reverse psychology, so. Uh, it doesn't work on me. Anyway, so we're going to jump in. Let's, let's go with Nate's pick first, then. He's the guest. Let's jump into Nathan's pick, then we'll go to Kirk's, then we'll go to mine, then we'll go back to Nathan's. <laughs> All right, Nathan, <laughs> tell us about your pick. I picked uh, The Ship by Brian Eno, which mm. is... Uh, the album that he released uh, earlier this year, sometime in April. Uh, and uh, the album is a... Uh, ba- basically, it's like a four-track piece, all based off of uh, Brian Eno's interest in the Titanic sinking. That's the general concept of the album. It's mostly an ambient album. The first two tracks yeah, no shit. are <laughs> 20 minutes long. And uh, we just earned our yeah. Didn't last tag. week we said no ambient music last week. Okay, right? no first more. I did not know about that rule. Yeah, I'm gonna jump in here and explain um, a little bit about what Nathan's pick is. I wouldn't classify it as a sol- like a solely ambient album. No, uh, no. Brian Eno is more of an experimental artist, and so this has some elements of ambient, but it's also got a lot of really experimental stuff. And most of what he's done in the past has been more experimental. This is kind of one of the first ones that's got a lot of vocals on it. Mm-hmm. So well, it makes... he discovered that as he had gotten older, that he could reach uh, the C note in his with his voice. Which so he just said, "Well, now that I can reach that note, I'll try using it with some of these uh, quote unquote songs here." So, so I had well... actually heard of this album previous to this, um, and had listened to it before, and so it was a kind of interesting that Nathan picked it. So I went back and re-listened to it uh, a couple of times, and you know it. It's all right, as far as Brian Eno goes. I don't think it's his best work, but it's got some good elements. It's pr- no another green world for sure. Yes, but. I agree. Okay, uh, let me let me jump in here for a second. Here. Okay, okay. All right. So, <laughs> I never heard of Brian Eno, and I've never. Did Kyle ever listen to him? Kyle explained it to you, though, right? Huh? Kyle explained it to you. Oh, I had already listened to the album. Okay. And I didn't even know who he was, so I looked him up and found he's a producer. And after listening to him, I figured out why he's a producer. So he doesn't make music where he puts his vocals on. Because it sucked. (laughs) Dude, it was like a, it was literally just an album of like, it's a, like noises. I don't know. Now don't don't get me wrong. It had its it had moments. There was moments where I was like, oh, like maybe this is getting better. And then he would just go back into like, I don't know. Like he was moaning something. And he's like, I couldn't under. I didn't even know what he was saying. Like, First off, Kirk, you like, have to pull out the lyrical lyrics, dude, because you don't know what he's saying. You can't even understand him. You can if you have the lyrics up. 
Dude, but, but I sh- like that's not even the point. Like, dude, it was terrible because he was. It's not like he was screaming. He wasn't saying anything fast. It was like mumbled with like sounds of spaceships like flying around in the background. Like that's what I thought. The ship he was talking about, like the mothership, but he was sending out signals to like come and find him. No, no, it's based off of the sinking of the Titanic. Yeah, um, I understood that, <laughs> and like the like I get it. Like the first couple of tracks are long, and like you don't. Dude, they're twenty minutes. Not, they're twenty one minutes. In 18 minutes, just to be... Yeah, first two minutes. I know, I just evened them out. They're about 20 <laughs> average. <minutes> so, <laughs> some quick math there. <laughs> but, it's just... I liked it. I mean... You en- I- you enjoyed it? You en- you enjoyed this. Do you enjoy it, Nathan? You actually... Do you put this on and you actually listen to it? You're like, I am enjoying myself right now. I enjoy the last I've, two I've tracks. Listened, I've listened to it twice, uh, way before. I didn't even re-listen to it in preparation for this, but... Uh, like, I could see people listening to the first two tracks just for the sole purpose of just something to, you know, chill out to while they're maybe working on something. But, but, anyways, uh, taken as an entire piece, like, you have, like, those first two 20-minute tracks, and then you have the poem, The Hour is Thin, and then you have the Velvet Underground cover at the very end. It all works, like, it, I find it to be moving, but... Moving as one big piece. That's very strong words. If I it was agree. Just, That's if, very if strong. It was just, moving. If, if it was only those first two, like if if it was entirely ambient, I probably wouldn't feel the same way. To me, but would you consider it a sonic experience? Yes. <laughs> Chris Stapleton's not a sonic experience. No, no, so. no. You don't. Know, They're all. It's from it, the. It's Zach talks about sonic. Experiences. Okay, so I agree with Nathan. Um, like honestly, the ship, which is the title track in the first uh, twenty-one minute track, I don't actually like. To me, that's not the best part of the album. I think that the the two tracks that have vocals, you know what I mean? I'm Seth Free and like that's it's just because it's a different side of what Brian Eno does. Like he's recorded like a lot of famous he, sounds and he's done a lot of experimental stuff. And just to have the vocals makes this kind of a unique piece to what Nathan's point is. So I can enjoy it for that. Like, would I go ahead? But what you're saying is, is you enjoy it because you already listened to stuff previously. Yeah, agree. So I don't listen to stuff previously, and so for me, it was. Did you enjoy any of it, Kirk? The last, the last song was the best song, and that's where he was actually singing. It was the the cover, whatever you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, if the whole album was something like this, I was like, I I wouldn't hate myself right now, but. He, he no, made me it, angry. I like it. I, I think it's not angry. I, I've I find it to be um, moving, but um, but I wouldn't expect everyone to. So that well, that's those, good. That's good. At least some. There's not does. there's not a whole lot to say about it, but it is it is. Let me ask you this: Would yeah. you rather listen to this album or Color Therapy? If you had to pick, I didn't listen to Color Therapy the, that project, but I'm I'm guessing you picked Brian Eno. It's a project, that's for sure. It's a project. Well, do I have to listen to the, the albums in, in in their entirety? Yes. I have to. Does it matter what state I'm in? Is the is the? No. I think I'm guessing the Eno album is pretty short uh, compared to the. No, no. This Color is... Therapy short, and that's what I would go. I think it's shorter. Yeah, it is. Look short. it up. If it's shorter, I'm gonna go whatever shorter. So if Color Therapy shorter, I'm gonna go Color Therapy. This this, um, Brian, you know the ship clocks in at forty-seven minutes thirty seconds. Oh, okay. Color Therapy. I'm gonna go with forty-three. 25. What are you picking? 
something. Zach, what do you pick before you look? Before you... Uh, I've listened to it before, so I think it's going to be 51 minutes. Although I don't That's know longer I'm, than I don't know shit. why I'm betting But that, that doesn't mean... That it's... doesn't mean I lose, but whatever. Um, we will have that. Let's jump into Kirk's pick. Okay, this week um, I picked Chris Stapleton's... I, I, it turned out to be a very big major debut... Uh, Traveler, I listened to it way before he blew up the whole, the ACMs, I think it was the that award show. We did the thing with Justin Timberlake, and then that skyrocketed it into a different category. But, uh, but yeah. Did uh, you like that performance, by the way? Did I like it? Yeah. I, it was a good performance. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. It was, well, it was a good performance. You can understand why. It was nice to see, you know, like, people were like, oh, it was Chris Stapleton. Like, oh, he's actually good. Because I've been telling people to listen to him before, and they're like, man, he's all right. But then all of a sudden, the same people are like, oh, he's amazing. Like, he's so good. So, that's I find that always to be, you know, it's, mm-hmm. that was kind of funny. But, 48 minutes, 47 seconds. Uh, I guess I'm so. going with the ship, dude, because it's shorter. So, <laughs> but uh, All right, jumping into this Chris Stapleton. Well, we already jumped in. We already jumped well, in. I'm jumping you're in. way behind I'm, us. Oh, I'm jumping Well, you're waiting. Nathan, what do you think about it? Uh, I didn't mind it, actually. I, like, it wasn't stellar to me but it, i didn't i didn't think it was that bad at all i actually s- sort of liked it towards the end um yeah the, the, the there were only like a few like notable tracks uh notable ones were like um the the one uh i, I think it was called my daddy stopped praying oh yeah well his, his uh he wrote the album for his dad and his dad died yeah i liked Sorry. i liked that song uh Passed away. I, I liked uh I liked the that one track, um, the outlaw. Why am I forgetting all these track names? It, because the they're boring. Of, That's the, why they're the not second, boring at the all. The second to last one was like the outlaw or something like that. Oh, uh, outlaw state of mind. Yes, I like great the, song. I like great the song. final few minutes of that, like all the, the very raw guitar in that. Yeah, see, um, yeah, there's there's good writing through all of it. It's it's, oh, it's, it's, I, I, it's, I it's very soulful. I definitely didn't mind it. Um, okay. You have to like, but this is like, that is, that's very traditional. Like when I say traditional, that's like 70s. Well, it's like original outlaw country. I guess you would say it like, I don't want to, I don't really, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's overused a lot by comparing it to that, but that's what, like, it's very traditional. It's very like, it's not something you're going to just put on at like a part. It's definitely not party music, right? But it is bar music. It's perfect. It's perfect bar music. Or if you drink alone, kind of music or I, uh, gets mentioned a lot so, I yeah. um, I'm gonna say that I saved this album for last to listen to because I was you know after last week it's not pop punk I was ambient that's not ambient. true I listened to a very diverse <laughs> set of music um, I put this album on 14 songs saw that it was over an hour and I immediately knew that I was in for a long night um, I got about 7 songs in playing it through my MacBook and before Fiona had to leave the room because it was so bad that she just like couldn't tolerate it anymore. Like literally went and studied in the other room because like it was just annoying her to that level. Um, gonna say that I did not like this album at all. Like I would listen to Sturgill Simpson. I don't know how hundred. I literally don't. What? what it's is, definitely what not is, annoying. What is? Yeah, no, what is not to like? His voice is first of all amazing. I think it well, was just okay, the, the repetitive his voice content of the album that. Like, just, like, the overall Repetitive content. You have me listen to Color Therapy. And then, your pick this week, dude, give me a break. (laughs) Repetitive content. 
There's nothing repetitive. Look, he sings the same song like seven no, times no, in a row. Yes, he does. He's got two covers on here. <laughs> I believe two covers. Yeah, I think it's, it's two covers. It's the same lyrics. Which ones were covers? I know. Was it 26 was one? That was All a Charlie right, Daniels cover. It is a Charlie Daniels cover. And then, I feel like there's another one. On Which was actually one of the weaker songs, I thought. So, uh, well, I okay. love That's a great song. Okay, so Daniels I will say one thing about this album is it does have the perfect drinking game built in. If you... Take a shot for every t- song that has the word whiskey in it. You would be very drunk by the end of the album. And I want to... If you're a lightweight. Let's, let's take an over-under on how many songs... There's 14 tracks on the album. How many do you think have the word whiskey? Well, Start dude, with he, you, Nate. Well, his other, yeah, his other cover was Tennessee Whiskey, dude. Well, that's in the chorus. Well, that's two track names so, that have the word whiskey. That, so so you, you got two. How many others do you think? Dude, I don't care. What is it? What is it mentioning whiskey? Like, does that does that matter? I mean, a rap's eventually going to be on here, so, I mean, is that going to, like, how many times they say any certain word going to matter? It, I'm just saying, eight times. Eight tracks. <laughs> okay. So, I'm saying, you'd be pretty buzzed by the time you got through this album. Um, just, did, just like, it was like every song was about, like, getting high or getting drunk. Okay, like, there was one song about getting high, and it's yeah. called Might As Well Get Stoned. There's yeah. multiple and there's songs actually, where he talks about getting actually, high. I read the, the lyrics premise, to every track oh, dude, as I go Dude, I've it. listened to this album probably 20, 30 times. Full, I'm sorry. That, that, and that the premise behind that track is fantastic. It's great. Story behind it. It's really good. It's very... Dude, it's very soulful. It's, you've got a very, it's got a real... There's a, it's very bluesy. It's a boring, repetitive album. Oh, no, it's there not. There we go. It's very, gonna, it's very bluesy. It's very, I mean, it's not the same. It's definitely not the same. And especially especially if you like country, or even if I would say if you like, yeah, I mean, if you like blues, it's this a, is definitely an album you I enjoy. wish it was a little bit more, like, bluesy in a musical sense, but uh, I, I definitely thought it was above average for what it was. Because it could have been very boring. And I like that it, he's he's not like a strong enough writer where not all of the oh actually he is he's he was he's like well known for being a songwriter no in my opinion like I don't think the songwriting is strong enough where uh, like I know that he's written for Kenny Chesney and people like that but like he's written for a lot of people like, he's, like, for he's reaching for certain he was things. actually in a uh, in a bluegrass band. Oh, was he really? Yeah, he won like Grammys for it. Look, I don't oh, okay. think it's his voice. Like his voice, his voice is, is not the dude, problem. Look at us. His voice is fine. Look at the life. To me, like it lived and died in how repetitive like the song lyrics were. Dude, like, you find the du- like last time it was horns. Like you were like, oh, I hate horns. And but this that's week not... you're like, I hate the word whiskey. I don't hate the word whiskey. I just think it's like <laughs> it's like dude. No, he it's didn't like, show what? much depth in the writing. Dude, oh my. Yeah. God, are no, you serious? I, no, I thought, like, obviously it wasn't, like, always quite hitting, like, the depths of it, but I think he was, like... There's a couple of tracks. He was reaching like, he further could... than most people in that genre tend to, I thought. And actually, yeah. Like... In genre, what are you talking about? You guys are having me listen to ambient music. No one's reaching real deep there. But that's about the sonic experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> anyways, let's let's move on, Zach. Like, Sturgill no, Simpson. Well, they Much rather s- listen to Sturgill Simpson. They have the same this. producer. They have the same producer. I agree. I know that. I I agree. But do you want this? Is what oh, I got a little I, bit of. Can I comment also on that last album, the sure. Sturgill one? Because I'd probably listen to the Sturgill one more. Over you there. like Sturgill? Yeah. But you listen to his newer I one. Was, that, was, that wasn't. I mean, I liked most of the Sturgill tracks. I don't, not according to the podcast last week. Not so much, right? Like he pretty yeah. much just tore it apart the whole time. I, I didn't listen to it. Yeah. So <laughs> we agreed on like three or four out of the seven tracks. The problem with this is fourteen tracks. I know every it's song's awesome. over it, four it, minutes. It's, it's so good. Oh yeah, that that was a slog. It was, it was a slog. slog. But I was surprised that it got better towards the end. 
that's like that's yes, it did. Like the back dude. half of the album is so much better. Like just flip flop this, dude. Like, the back half of the album is like the most important part. Important. Part. It's like it's very. That's the last seven tracks are very deep. They're that's where I mean that's where the song might as well get stones on. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, what's the and, uh, what's the other one? Is it more of more of her now? Which um, one? Let me look it up because I I can pull up uh, Apple here. Anyways. Let's let's while he's looking that up. Let's move along. Zach, introduce more your, of you. Uh, that song I also like because oh, okay. he does a duet with a female vocalist. Do you want me to oh, read yeah, what yeah. I wrote about this real quick? Just because it's a little bit funny. I try to keep this. What you, are, is this an album review or a track by track? Review? This is not track by track. This I decided is an album? not to if go. If it was a track by track, I would stop it right now. Yeah, we're not doing. We'll only do track by. Yeah, track I gotta go. For I, gotta, shorter, I, gotta, I have stuff to do. <laughs> shorter albums. And just like if it like speaks to me to do a trap by track. Oh, then, right speaks here. to you. Oh, okay. Right here. Right I'm, here de- I'm depressed listening to this. Makes me want to get a drink. I'm confused by all the amazing reviews. I think his voice is so full and wonderful, but the music is downright depressing. I imagine myself in a haunted house with a dying dog out in the woods back in the '60s. Not my cup of tea. Dude, what's all right? First of all, what's wrong with depressing music? Yeah, what's wrong with that? First of all. Music is supposed to speak to people at different points in their life. Or maybe you're just pulling something out of it at any, I don't know, any given point in time. Why do you think I listen to the ship? That yeah, that's not sense. happy. I'm not, it doesn't make me happy. <laughs> but every lyric of the ship's not... Color good. therapy doesn't make you happy. I find that. It makes me very happy. It just puts a big-ass smile on your face, dude, as you listen to it. <laughs> Once again, earning our explicit tag. Yes, it does. It puts a big-ass smile on my face. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I listen to it daily, so it's start my day. Daily. Is this ever gonna see the light of day? This this recording? Yeah. Daily. Okay. Okay. Don't worry. Yeah, dude. Why? Oh. Dude, this is how we are. Like this is. What are you talking about? We're gonna no, be. I just, I just curious. The banter, the looseness, the more arguing side. Dude, of we're us. not. There's, there's a reason we're not on radio. And if we ever made it to radio, we'd be on serious, dude. <laughs> so, so anyways, as I've tried to introduce three times so far, maybe two. This is the third. I don't know. Sorry. But oh, that's all right. Keep apologizing. Yeah, I'm just kidding. But, uh, Zach, introduce your pick for the week. All right. So, last week, there was a lot of clamoring that Zach doesn't like horns and Zach doesn't appreciate brass. And so I was like, well, you know what? i got to set the record straight. First thing. So I'm like, what do I, what's a good album to introduce these guys to some horns? I think, Kirk, and you have already listened to some of these tracks before, so it wasn't mm-hmm. a complete surprise. But I was like, oh. Obviously, we'll go Parliament, Mothership Connection. Everyone who knows me knows that I'm a big fan of like sci-fi, funk, hip-hop stuff. Is it because of Star Wars? It's not because of Star Wars. It's because of Matt Hoffman's Pro BMX mm-hmm. and Daltran's 3030 was on there. <laughs> and ever since then, I've been a huge fan of the sci-fi, hip-hop genre. And so, just to give you, it's a, it's, a, it's the sub, most underrated genre in music. It's a subgenre right? of a genre. <laughs> but so. I'm hoping you guys both listen to it. I'll throw it to Nathan first. What do you for, think? For my thoughts on it? For your thoughts on Mothership uh, Connection. Well, I, I stumbled upon them earlier this winter because I was uh, looking up like a bunch of very spacey disco songs. Because uh, that's normal. I, I, we try, actually, it's kind of a weird rabbit hole to go down. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, when you get yeah. into like this, uh, the French robot disco stuff from the late 70s, that stuff is weird. Like well, you just said French robot disco. So. It's really strange. Dude, there's only there's it's not getting more normal. <laughs> no, it, it's interesting. But anyway, so uh, no, this stuff is um, it like it's really campy, and uh, I should probably have really hated it, but I, I didn't mind it at all. I, I'm not sure I would like listen to it a lot. Like 
it's not the kind of like cheesy stuff that I would still feel comfortable with playing for a lot of different people at like a party. <laughs> it's because uh, Parliament is like they're they're kind of like a a YMCA. Or, what am I talking about? Village people. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. They I are, they I are, know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of like a YMCA. They might as well be like the YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> the Y. <laughs> but uh, I didn't mind it at all. I mean, I don't really, like, have many thoughts on it. There are a couple songs on there that are, like, uh, pretty... Oh, Star Child's uh, killer. Terrible. But, like... <laughs> the first two tracks, Star Child, Funkadelic, gotta get... Okay, let me butt in here. And this is like, all right, so... What, how do you pronounce it? Super groovalistic prosifunxication? Dude, I don't know. Funxication. Dude, every time, so I was like in an, I was in a battle with myself it, the whole time where I was like, I was kind of enjoying myself, but then it would just, it would, it would just make me mad because <laughs> they would say the same thing over and over again. Well, that's... And then show. it would change and the 12 minute song, and then it would go a different way and I'd be like, okay, this is all right. You know, it's kind of like... You know, it's like whatever, and then uh, it go back and be like the same thing. And I mean, I don't really know. What to do. Dude, it's funk. It's, I mean, funk is funk, dude. There's a reason why there's no more funk bands that I mean, we know of. I'm sure there's funk bands. And if anybody knows any funk bands, uh, then be sure to tell us about them. Well, funk so, is a style, so we can know. like, and funk is all over well, the place. So dude, like... no, 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 no. Well, this was like this was a funk band, man. That's what I mean. It wasn't just a style. That's like what they were. That's what genre of music they were. No, I, I'm aware. They're yeah. funk. Yeah. Funk. Now it's just like, yeah. <laughs> Want to get funked up. That is a great song. I'm sorry, but you put that on immediately, it puts you in a good mood. Like, you can't help it. Or what's the one, Tear the Roof Off the Sucker or something? Yes. Yeah, it's, that's that's not bad at all. Like, there's just, it's, it's good stuff. It's George Clinton. You know I would what I mean? Are we going to avoid the discussion I could, about that song? Dude, you could put any one of these songs on at a party, though. Like, that, you could put one on at a party, and it'd be fun. And, but yeah, can, but what kind but you of party? But you couldn't put another no, one No, 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 we have to figure out what kind what of mean, party. What kind of party are you going to? Well, no, I'm not, like, I, like I said before, I would not put this on a party. At least yeah. I don't think I would. But I mean, I don't, yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know. No, but I'm, what, just, like, I'm just trying to get the uh, discussion going about where you exactly you would play this. Dude, at a party where people are dancing, man. But not just any. I don't know what kind of what kind of party are you getting at where you I don't know. Play? I, I'm more just actually asking for your input, but because I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just confused as to where you want to take this. Well, I mean, all, it, we I mean, we can go anywhere. down the the French robot disco. It's just got a lot of seventies sci-fi cheese. That is a weird. I don't. I don't know where our relationship <laughs> and friendship will be at the end of that hole. <laughs> Look, it's just got that seventies sci-fi cheese to it that makes it like fun. That's what I like about part of what I like about it. I would say it's fun, it, you know. The, but it's just it's just so that this album is repetitive. Like, yeah, this album is repetitive, but at the same time, like, I mean, that's what the genre is. Like, yeah, like if you put on like a lot of funk or like if you you know hip hop, like, well, like MC Lars, like that's just how these like you know what I mean, like other band like similar style, like that's just how it is. Which, yeah. Like what I just I don't know like the sci-fi aspects of it and just kind of the weird like who writes like this sort of yeah. thing intrigues me and like the horns it's fun it's just a fun yeah. album. Oh, dude, you, you see, can't fault we, stuff like this for being repetitive though. No, like that because it's meant it to be. T- yeah, it's meant yeah, to be. yeah. I get that. But let's it's just also, it's not even really an album. It's just like a. It's almost like just a. It's a collective. It's like it's almost like a collection like, it's, of. It's actually songs. kind of kind of quite literally how it starts off as, which is like a program of like. 
this is what we've selected for your dance party. Yeah, dude, P-Funk wanted to get funked up. And exactly. That, that, was, so, that was the point. So <laughs> it's, it, you, can't, you can't look at it as well as super repetitive, well, obviously. So it's like... Yeah, well, that's what we were saying. Did okay. you both enjoy it? Were you, sorry, was I, I might not have been listening. I don't, I don't know that I enjoyed it. I'm, I... Yeah, I don't actually don't I think I had a ton of fun. But I would yeah, but I, I it's let fine. me put it this way: if it, if if we were doing a if we were just listening to one song, I would have enjoyed one song. Like if I were to put Star Child on, yeah, like one song and it was over. But the problem is, I had to listen to what's the rest the, of the album. What's the worst song you think? <laughs> I mean, that's a fair assessment. Um, I don't know. I didn't actually really like the first one too much, honestly. The one where it starts off as... Uh... Look, he's talking? Look, given the intro to the what the whole thing's about? Ah! Well, it started off okay, but then it got annoying. So, yeah, P-Funk wants to get funked up, dude. It was okay. Like, yeah, it started out fun, but... The, dude, un- the unfunky UFO. Yeah, dude. Title. Yeah, dude. Night of the Thumpasaurus people. Dude, that one, that was probably <laughs> the best one. That was, I just, as soon as that track came on, I read it. I just started laughing. I well, it's like, like okay. there's all these different dude. names, and then they have the one track number, uh, track number five, which is just called Handcuffs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, wasn't that, that was a weird song, dude. It's about like handcuffing someone's mother or something like that. That's like literally what it was about. Don't whisper that. I'm not whispering. <laughs> Should we read those lyrics? <laughs> dude, it was like, no, dude, you gotta let you gotta let the people who, if anybody ever listens to this, they gotta look it up. Yeah, like, people, you, you we, should, can't, we should let people do the work for like, themselves. You, this like, one is more rewarding. That way, yeah, it's definitely rewarding. <laughs> like, it's just, you're just like, what? But, I don't know. Oh. I was uh, I, I was in like a Clarkson uh, like coffee shop there, and then that song came on. I was like, okay, like. <laughs> it's a short album. It's only thirty minutes. Wait, it came on the radio. Like it came. Oh, no, no, no. It, it was like. Oh, it's in your ears. It was on my earbuds, oh, okay. and I was just like, "Wait, hold on." Sorry. I was like, "No way, dude! What are the chances?" The same <laughs> Can way. Can you imagine man. them playing that at Clarkson? <laughs> just be like, "Oh my Creepy. gosh, dude!" That'd be that'd be that'd be awesome. But anyways, I think I think that's that's P Funk. <laughs> Dude, that's a wrap, um, dude. When did you first listen to this album? Oh, I'm actually okay, curious, no like, why? Uh, did you I... just pick it because you wanted to prove you like horns? No, no, no. Or yeah, I... that's exactly... This was Zach's social justice way of saying that he, <laughs> like, he liked horns. I've been listening to... I've been a closet sci-fi, hip-hop, and funk guy for a long time. Oh, okay. At, and it all started, like I said, with Doll Tran 3030, and then, like, just discovering what led to them doing that album. Which at some point you two should both listen to, and we could talk about that. Dude, I used this. to play that game. So you know which track I'm talking yes. about initially, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then the whole album is like a story about like alien invasion, and it's you know kind of crazy. But so that's what. So I've been this. I've listened to Parliament off and on for like a long time, and just you know the funk genre is. I'm not. I, I don't go out and listen to like funk all the time, but like the sci-fi side of it, and like the '70s cheese sort of. I what like what uh, what other Brian Eno albums do you like? Do you like? Okay, we're not getting into this. Like we're not. This no, is no, no, not. I, the, no, this is not the podcast. We're not talking we about. We can other talk albums. about Brian Eno. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Just, I, Anyways, let's like end it. No, no, no. Let's end it with this question: <laughs> Do aliens exist, Zach? I mean, P Funk said so. So yeah.